Okay, I want to talk today, uh, welcome to machine learning. I want to talk about the low energy nuclear reaction. It is not possible to get, uh, it, it is not possible to get nuclear fusion uh, by using protons, by proton capture. The condition required are so extreme that it's not practical. The Rossi process of low energy nuclear reaction is neutron capture. Now that is possible. The reason why proton capture is uh, nearly impossible is you have to overcome the Kolob barrier. Dr. Edmund Storm said the Rossi and Focardi found a way of amplifying the effect to a level that makes it attractive as an industrial source of energy. And people in the cold fission fusion field have been working uh, towards that, but they have not achieved the level of heat production. And so this was a bit of a surprise and a bit of shock, but a, a bit of a kick to get people moving a little bit more rapidly now, and it looks like a phenomena will actually have an application. Okay, the way I interpret what he's saying there is that if you want to make a, um, if you want to make an introduction of new energy production source in the world, you have to gain acceptance in the industrial uh, world, because that's who can pay for that level of investment for the infrastructure required to uh, to produce energy at scale using fu fusion, and so the way um, that that's done is by being able to produce to generate heat production. So heat production is then kinetic energy. Uh, thermal energy, and then that can be transferred into mechanical energy, which can then be converted into electricity, and electricity volume sufficient to power industrial-based um, society. And the reason why industrial societies will adopt lower-cost energy is it makes them more competitive. So th there's the market. Cold fusion started by using detritium and platinum. So the idea behind that was that they took the detritium, put it into a platinum lattice, and then they kept <coughs> compressing it within that platinum lattice, and uh, eventually it caused the collisions between the detritium to increase sufficient enough to ignite a fusion reaction. The, the difference being is it had uh, no gamma radiation and it had a very low emission of neutrons, not typical of what would be expected in a, a fusion uh, reaction. Okay, a Greek power company is due to run commercial demonstration this year. Dr. Storm said Rossi used nickel catalyst to combine hydrogen and carbon monoxide and produce over unity. The accidental discovery led him to amplify the effect and apply it to light hydrogen and nickel, resulting in the same amplification. Rossi said it makes a huge amount of energy based on the nuclear reaction. Okay, just how much energy was it? Um, if you do the calculation, it's a 31-fold increase in power from the input. 
uh, Rossi discovered that it would work quite well in nickel and light hydrogen. Dr. Storm received a PhD in radiochemistry from Washington University and retired from Los Alamos National Laboratory after 34 years. So in other words, these guys know what they're doing. Uh, 100 Rossi cells will produce one megawatt of power. Okay, we did see on YouTube, you can see the one megawatt uh, Rossi system at work, and it does uh, seem to operate well. So now they've, they've moved from just theory and trying to prove to the, commun the uh, scientific community that low-energy nuclear reactions are possible to actually implementing that in a commercial setting. And that's very that's much more convincing to people that if you can produce it for manufacturing and it's uh, profitable, then it becomes an acceptable form of energy. Now the question is, is will it hit mainstream? You have to hit at least that 10% uh, acceptance from the early adopters to hit mainstream. Andre Rossi and Sergio Picardi of the University of Bulgaria Gonia announced they have developed a device capable of producing 12,000 watts of heat power with an input of 400 watts using this nickel-hydrogen fusion reactor. The reaction produces copper and large amounts of energy. The reactor starts with a 1,000 watt of electricity, then reduces to 400 watts after a few minutes. Every minute, the reactor turns converts 292 grams of 20 Celsius water into dry steam at 101 Celsius, requiring uh, 12,400 watts of power. A power gain of 12,400 divided by 400 is 31. Electricity can be generated at a cost of one cent per kilowatt. So that's 20, probably about 12 times cheaper than hydro-generated um, power, so why not scale up these systems and, and build gigawatts of power <clears throat> for one cent a kilowatt? Well, it's because you have to produce them. You have to manufacture them, so they have to build facilities for manufacturing um, the reactors and there has to be demand for that electricity. So nickel 58 plus a proton equals copper uh, 59. Copper 59 uh, then creates nickel 59 plus a neutrino plus a positron. So copper 59 decays with a positron and a neutron emission in a nickel-59 nucleus. The positron anticiliates with the electron in two gamma rays. So you get electron plus a positron, and that creates two gamma rays. How can a proton P get captured by nickel-58 nucleus? If a mass proton becomes a neutron, the result will be N uh, nickel 59. So that's what low-energy nuclear reactions, according to the Rossi model, is is that it's going to uh, uh, create neutron. 
so neutron capture. In order to have copper 59, there must be an increase in the atomic number from 28 to 29, and the electron of the mass proton gets ejected from the nucleus. The mass proton becomes a proton. The chairman of the Swedish Skeptics Society and the chairman of the Energy Committee of the Swedish Royal Academy of Science examined the Rossi machine. They said, any chemical process for producing 25 kilowatts from any fill in a 50 centimeter uh, cubed container can be ruled out. So it has to be nuclear. The only alternative explanation is that there is some kind of nuclear process that gives rise to the measured energy production three liters of oil to produce 25 kilowatts. So that's pretty amazing. A 50 center, cubic centimeter container producing 25 kilowatts of power. Rossi said 100 of his 4.4 kilowatt reactors are running in four countries. A two-ton series of small reactors are capable of producing one megawatt. Other companies working on LNER devices are Lattice Energy, Blacklight Power, Brunel, Brilloquin Energy, and Energetics. I'm going to try uh, talk about energetics in one of my podcasts soon, so uh, listen to that. So 20,000 joules per second equals 20 kilowatts. 20,000 joules per second equals 1.24 to the 10 to the 17th power millivolts per second. Starting with nickel 58, we can obtain copper formation and its successive decay into nickel, producing nickel 58, nickel 60, and nickel 62. The change stops at copper 63, which is stable. Each nickel 58 to copper 63 transformation releases 37.36 millivolts of nuclear energy. 37.36 millivolts is derived as the mass of copper Cu63 nucleus is 62.91 AMU. B, the mass of nickel 58 plus 5 nucleons is 57.95 plus 5 is 62.95 AMU. Okay, so there we go. So if you look at that, that's your, uh, the, the mass is right for copper 63. Mass defect is 62.9538 minus 62.913 equals 0 0.04013 AMU. 1 AMU equals 931 millivolts used as a standard conversion, so now we take that 0. 0 0.04013 times 931, and you get, wham, 37.36 millivolts. There's our number. <clears throat> so you got E equals MC squared that's going on here. Mass is being converted into energy. Transformation equals 1.27 times 10 to the 17th millivolts divided by 37.36 millivolts equals 3.34 to 10 to the 15 transformations per second. 
seconds in months. So if we multiply that by months, it comes out to uh, 5.186 times 10 to the 22nd transformations per second, or five grams of nickel 58 is transformed. So every every six months, that's how much how many grams are transferred transformed uh, into energy. How can a proton P get captured by the N50 nucleus? The Rossi machine works by neutron capture versus proton capture. Proton capture requires astronomical force to overcome the Coulomb barrier. That's why it can't be proton ca capture. It's just not possible. And that's why I said in the summary. Uh, Wyndham Larson theory has been cited by NASA, Hopkins University, and the Institute of Science, uh, Science and Society. The Wyndham Larson theoretical standard mode rates a proton of metallic hydride surface, strong suppressed gamma emissions, and create low energy neutrons that are captured by nickel.